0: The adventures of Harry Purvis have a kind of mad logic that makes them convincing by their very improbability. As his complicated but neatly dovetailed stories emerge, one becomes lost in a sort of baffled wonder. Surely, you say to yourself, no one would have the nerve to make that up. Such absurdities only occur in real life, not in fiction. And so criticism is disarmed, or at any rate discomforted, until Drew shouts, Time, gentlemen, please! and throws us all out into the cold, hard world. Consider, for example, the unlikely chain of events which involved Harry in the following adventure. If he'd wanted to invent the whole thing, surely he could have managed it a lot more simply. There was not the slightest need, from the artistic point of view, to have started at Boston to make an appointment off the coast of Florida. Harry seems to have spent a good deal of time in the United States, and have quite as many friends there as he has in England. Sometimes he brings them to the White Hart, and sometimes they leave again under their own power. Often, however, they succumb to the illusion that beer which is tepid is also innocuous. I am being unjust to Drew. His beer is not tepid, and if you insist, he will give you, for no extra charge, a piece of ice every bit as large as a postage stamp. This particular saga of Harry's began, as I have indicated, at Boston, Massachusetts. He was staying as a house guest of a successful New England lawyer when one morning his host said, in the casual way Americans have, Let's go down to my place in Florida. I want to get some sun. Fine, said Harry, who had never been to Florida. Thirty minutes later, To his considerable surprise he found himself moving south in a red jaguar saloon at a formidable speed the drive in itself was an epic worthy of a complete story from boston to miami is a little matter of 1568 miles a figure which according to harry is now engraved on his heart they cover the distance in 30 hours frequently to the sound of ever receding police sirens has frustrated squad cars dwindled astern? From time to time, considerations of tactics involved them in evasive maneuvers, and they had to shoot off into secondary roads. The Jaguar's radio tuned into all the police frequencies, so they always had plenty of warning if an interception was being arranged. Once or twice, they just managed to reach a state line in time. And Harry couldn't help wondering what his host's clients would have thought. Had they known the strength of the psychological urge, which was obviously getting him away from them? He also wondered if he was going to see anything of Florida at all, or whether they would continue at this velocity, down US-1, until they shot into the ocean at Key West. They finally came to a halt 60 miles south of Miami, down on the Keys, that long, thin line of islands hooked onto the lower end of Florida. The Jaguar angled suddenly off the road, and weaved away through a rough track cut in the mangroves. The road ended in a wide clearing at the edge of the sea, complete with dog, 35-foot cabin cruiser, swimming pool, and modern ranch-type house. It was quite a nice little hideaway, and Harry estimated that it must have cost the best part of $100,000. He didn't see much of the place until the next day, as he collapsed straight into bed. After what seemed far too short a time, He was awakened by a sound like a boiler factory in action. He showered and dressed in slow motion, and was reasonably back to normal by the time he had left his room. There seemed to be no one in the house, so he went outside to explore.